Welcome back. It's time for another episode of our community, the Hispanic business community here in Orange County, powered by the Orange County Hispanic Chamber of Commerce and Orange County's only community radio station, OC Talk Radio. And today, well, we've got another tasty treat for us today here. John, who'd you bring in? Well, welcome everybody to another uh, Orange County Chamber of Commerce podcast show. Uh, we have another special guest with us today. Thank you all for tuning in. With us today, we have Tony Rodriguez, who is the owner, CEO uh, of Spoons Grill and Bar. Uh, I like to consider him a community leader because, let me tell you, this gentleman is always supporting many community events, many charity fundraisers. He's a family man. He loves to golf, and he loves making a difference in the community. So please welcome everybody, Mr. Tony Rodriguez. Thank you, Johnny. That's a very nice introduction. It's an honor to be here. Thanks for the opportunity. And I'm here to have fun with you today. Yes, uh, yes. We're going to have fun. We're going to talk about, we have a great event coming up at Tony's Restaurant Friday, September 15th with our Orange County Hispanic Chamber of Commerce and also with our good fr- friend Jay, who's part of SBDN, the Small Business Diversity Network, which you know Jay well too, right? Yes, great guy. Often comes in there, right? Um, brings his group of people to eat there too. He brings the uh, Filipino American Chamber of Commerce and very nice people. He's very involved too with the community. So it's a great, great person. Yes. Um, and the other person that we want to give a shout out to is Mr. Eddie Quiares, who I know you often golf with, who's part of our chamber. Yes. He's actually my, uh, I would say my golf mentor. He's, he's your golf one. mentor. Yes. Okay. I want to give him credit for that. He's the one that got me out there and introduced me to golf. So How many years Eddie. ago did you start golfing? It's been only about three years. Three years. Okay. Yeah, right okay. around the pandemic. Golf is such a difficult sport, but I know I know you and Eddie often come and golf either our charity golf tournaments or other charity golf tournaments I see you guys at. We love those events. What yeah. would you say in golf you enjoy the most? Obviously, you enjoy the events, but what is it about the game that you enjoy the most? I play soccer all my life. I play soccer at San Diego State. I did pretty good. I had a scholarship. But when I was introduced to golf, it was more like that uh, connection with Mother Nature. You know, you're out there, you're uh, beautiful sceneries, you have creeks, you have beautiful trees. So I just got connected with uh, with just that. And then obviously running a restaurant, it's very stressful as it is. So it was just a great way to relax and distress, if you want to call it. Which makes a lot of sense because a lot of pro athletes, right? They say that's what it does for them. It helps them relax. You're a former athlete, so that kind of makes sense too there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I can see the connection with the professional athletes too. They, And they're pretty good too. Yeah. Most of them are good players. They say baseball players end up being good golf players because of the swing, right? It's like a natural swing or something? I guess, yeah. I You're guess. like, no, Cause, soccer No, because I've also heard that they have a little bit of a problem because they want to move their bodies like a like a baseball bat. So oh, I think they struggle a little bit more than struggle. like a football player or any other athlete. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah I, I've been um, around the golf game because of our golf charity fundraiser that we do every year, October 2nd, by the way, at Strawberry Farms um, for our for our youth chamber. And I got to say, it's, it's, it's one of these events that it's great for business networking, right? Because you're with somebody for four hours, right? Golfing out there and you're having a good time. 
But you're also um, talking about friends and family and business, wouldn't you say? No doubt about it. No doubt about it. It's it's a great mix of conversations on the on the on the golf course. Sometimes it's business, then it's family, then it's relajo, you know, like we call it. So, yeah. and and then obviously you know the fun starts when you have your first drink. You know, that's that's when the fun <laughs> starts for me. I don't know. I, sometimes I get better, and sometimes I get worse. So I, I, I can't blame. Some, I've heard some people get better when they have a couple of you know iced tea drinks. <laughs> <laughs> Let, let yeah. me ask you this, Tony, because we, we, we know our listeners and our viewers like to know our guests and, and who they are. You know, where did you grow up? Can you tell us a little bit about you? Sure. Uh, where did you grow up? And, and, you know, just a little story about how you got to where you are today as a business owner. Sure, sure. Um, well, I have a pretty interesting life story. I was, my parents brought me here when I was one year old from Michoacan. Um, That's my mom's state of Michoacan, Zamora, Michoacan. All right, Zamora, I'm right next to it. Okay. Uh, a little town called Tangancicuaro. Okay. Um, but Zamora used to be our kind of city to go f- to buy, you know, the main main things. But um, so I was I was brought here when I was one year old. Then, like most first generation Latinos, my parents always had the idea to go back, build their own home, and hopefully stay in Mexico again. So we did that when I was 10. Okay. My parents took me to Michoacan when I was 10 and we were there until about uh, until I was 16 and and my parents actually did build that the house uh during those 5 years uh they built the house and it was a great experience. I I could tell you that I had the best time ever. Nice. From 10 to 15 living in Michoacan. Nice. Then I came back when I was 16, started high school, went to Banning High School in Wilmington. So I'm, I come from a little bit from the hood, you know. Yeah, I'm sorry, the L.A. area. L.A. area, yeah. Okay. It's uh, Carson, Wilmington. Okay, pretty nice. Close. And so... Um, this is I, like in the 80s, would you say? Uh, late 80s. Late 80s, okay. Graduated in 1992 from high school. That's right. Two years right before I graduated in <clears throat> 94. Yeah, so, so yeah. then I went to community college, uh, did good in soccer, got a scholarship, and ended up going to San Diego State. Real quick. Mm-hmm. You don't just get a scholarship in soccer. I mean, you must have been around soccer as a kid. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Being uh, when I was in Mexico, that's that's all I would do: play soccer all day. So I developed some good skills. Really. So when I came here to the states, I was really good. I mean, I I started high school. I was MVP my first year, and uh, I started community college. I was all American, which I was the first Latino, or actually no, the first player from Los Angeles Harvard College to be All-American. No way. That was in 1994. That's a big achievement. Yeah. That's a big achievement. So, so, you're, so your dad got you into soccer, an uncle? No, no, I, that's that's a weird thing. My dad really? never played soccer. Wow. <laughs> I didn't have any relatives, no one pushing me to play soccer other than my buddies in the, in the neighborhood in so Michoacan. So you're just a natural soccer athlete. I just, I, I guess. You picked it up quick. I guess, yeah. Good for you. Yeah, yeah, so. So you're in high school, you're MVP. I'm, yeah, I'm score leader and you know didn't really well the funny thing is when i when i went to college i was the first all-american so guess what they said tony and coach uh, you guys have to go to washington dc there's an award that you know gets presented to, to the players and the school had no funds they had no funds to send me to washington dc that, that happens often i hear about stuff like that yeah so it was funny so i was kind of pretty bumped out you didn't get to go I did, I did, but I had to really talk to my coach, and yeah. I don't know how he made it happen. I don't know if he even probably used some of his own money. Oh wow! But him and I ended up going to Washington D.C., and it was the What's best. What's your coach's experience. name? Let's give him a shout out. Coach King. 
Coach King, shout out to Coach King if he ever watches this video. <laughs> Coaches play such a huge role in our lives, right? Wouldn't you say? I yes. mean, they're, they're mentors. They're like father figures, a lot yes. of them, right, to kids. So yeah. it's good that we give shout out to, of course, teachers and coaches. For sure. Yeah, they deserve it big yeah. time. So so you go to Washington. What was that like? It was amazing. I mean, imagine uh, I was, what, 17, going to 18, first time probably going away from home. Yeah. Uh, but my coach did a pretty good job making me feel comfortable. And and, and, and the uh, the World Cup had just happened in the States, in the United States. That's right. And Brazil won it. And so when we were there, there were all kinds of coaches from the World Cup. I, I got to meet some of the players from the World Cup. I got to uh, meet uh, the the United States coach at that time was Bora Milotinovic. Okay. So it was a, it was a fun experience. I have pictures. Um, and it's just amazing. I have I have some articles on me, and it's just fun. Sometimes I get to see them. So you so you ended up getting a scholarship then. Yeah. At, at some point. And being invited to join San Diego State University. That's right. This is the Aztecs. That's the Aztecs. That's yeah. right. One yeah. of our friends, you probably know, uh, a Big Dave. He's an yeah, Aztec. Oh, of course. Oh, yeah. is he? Yeah, he went to San Diego State. He played football yeah, there. Pro oh. Ended up with the Seahawks later. Interesting. So, so I don't know if you knew that, but he's an Aztec. Know. Yeah. I know he that. often brings some of his friends around the chamber and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, so I you're at San Diego State. What was that like? I mean, that's a pretty big school. That's a that's a high level of sports. Yeah, it was it was an amazing experience. You know, when you have the opportunity to go someplace that you had no idea you were going to go, because I had no idea to go there. Yeah. I wanted to stay local, close to my parents. But that was kind of like one of those uh, feelings of uh, accomplishments, like, you know. And so I had a great time. I was there for two years. That's awesome. And then uh, my final year, I decided to transfer to uh, Vanguard University here in Costa Mesa. That's right. They're one of our partners of our chamber. Okay. Such a great university. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. So they uh, they actually recruited me for, to play the last year of my eligibility at Vanguard, and I decided to come. And that's how I ended up here in Orange County, and I haven't left ever since. I, I fell in love with Orange County. That is great. Yeah, so that's my, that's kind of like my my experience growing up. How did you end up in the restaurant business? How did you end up being an entrepreneur? What what happened? A lot of our listeners are members of our chamber, business owners, entrepreneurs, and a lot of the mentees that we mentor in our youth chamber. Can you share a little bit about that story? How did you end up, you know, being now business cuz cuz there's three restaurants, right? Not just That's one. Right. Yep. There's three spoons. And spoons, I remember back in the 80s 90s right i mean it was it 80s. was like the place yes. it was like chilies today right like everybody knew that's right spoons right which that's right which is great that you took on that responsibility of such a like famous franchise yeah it's an interesting story how i ended up with spoons i grew up in the restaurant industry when i was in high school my aunt had a restaurant in wilmington and she gave me the opportunity to work for her when i was 15 and a half well as soon as i got back from mexico uh, almost 16 at that time so I worked with her for about two years, um, and sometimes I feel like there's going to be things in your subconscious that will never leave you, you know? So sometimes you do something as a kid, and then you probably, then you forget about it, you go into something else. But but I, I tell people that I think the restaurant industry never left my, my subconscious, and when I had the opportunity to invest in spoons, I, I took it. Because I was doing uh, home loans right out of college. Okay. I was doing home loans for Bank of America, Wells Fargo. So I was doing pretty well. I invested in some real estate. So 
there was no uh, restaurants in my in my plants or in my yeah. in your life, vision board in my vision board nothing yeah. like that yeah and so one of us uh, all of a sudden one of my good friends who was managing spoons the one i have in santa Ana, he mentioned to me hey tony um they're going to be selling spoons and you should look into it. You know, it's a good business. I'm, I'm the manager. I can show you the numbers and I think it'll be a good thing for you. So to make it short, I jumped on it and I got into spoons as a uh, franchisee. Uh, franchisee, uh, I had to, like any other franchise, I had to pay my royalty fees and stuff like that. So that was only for the first two years. And then after that, the franchise company uh, went bankrupt oh wow it's a long story but when that happened i had two choices either leave the business or stay with the business and obviously take it to the next level which i did i decided to buy the trademark when they were going uh, through their bankruptcy bankruptcy proceedings so i was able to buy the name the trademark so that's how i basically took over the franchise and it's been a roller coaster right i have to tell you it hasn't been hasn't been easy like any business uh, right it's it's tough you know they say that any business it takes about two to three years to kind of get a little idea of what you're doing but it's taken me quite a bit of time to 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 feel that i'm where i want to be you know but thank god we're still here and we have three locations now and we're always looking for ways to innovate either with different um uh, marketing strategies or food you know we we introduce new items we take some new items out so it's just a constant uh maneuvering if you want to call it you know it's interesting because uh, i want to share briefly how you and i lately have been connected more right uh through our friend thomas uh, shout out to thomas yes yes um, thomas yeah and so we would go to these mixers there and um and of course you know when i started going back to spoons it really, for me, it was like, wow, this is like the place when I was a kid that, uh, you know, it's weird, but like my parents couldn't afford to go to those kind of places, right? Because I was that yeah. that Hispanic kid who, you know, maybe we would eat once a month out in the street, right? Like 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 a fast food place. Mm-hmm. It was tortilla, frijoles, and you name it at home, right? And so to see Spoons, right, I'm, I'm glad you kept the name and that you you took that risk because... You know, when I drive by there and I see the name off the 55, by the way, off of 55 and Dyer is Spoons, 2601 Hotel Terrace in Santa Ana, in case some of you haven't been there. Um, it, it's it's really, for me, it's also part of Santana. There's a history there. So I think the fact that you kept the name, you may not know this, but for us Santaneros that were born and raised there, when we see the name, it reminds us of us growing up in Santa Ana. Because I went to Century High School, right down, down the, the street, street yes. on Grand. Yes, I know where it's right? at, yeah. Mm-hmm. So... So thank you for that. That you took that other step and said, you know what, I'm gonna, I'm gonna look to keep the trademark. That says a lot. Not everybody would have done that. Uh, well, you know, um, you're absolutely right. I mean, it, keeping the name was a challenge because you had a franchise that was basically gone, yeah. dissolved. Mm-hmm. There used to be 18 locations in Orange County. 18. 18 in Orange wow. County. There used to be one in Oceanside. One in Riverside and three up north by San Francisco. Wow. So I did have some people trying to get me to change the name. Mm-hmm. But something told me not to because to me the name was 
the value of the business. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad I did keep the name because throughout this 17 years that I've been at Spoons. Wait, let's a, just say that again. 17 years. <laughs> 17 I mean, that's years. not like five years, three years. 17. You're going to hit your 20 year mark pretty soon. Pretty soon. That says a lot. Congratulations. Yeah. yeah and I, I tell my friends, I'm, I'm happy I still have hair. <laughs> And you know, only after being there for 17 years. That's because years. he has good food there. That's why. <laughs> that's true. That good food keeps you good hair. Okay? That's. I think that's right, Johnny. So anyways, Spoons, that particular location on, on Hotel Terrace Drive, it's been there since 83. Yeah. So 40, 40 years. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty iconic um, with a lot of people from Orange County. Mm-hmm. And every time I'm with my wife or by myself at any event, and I mentioned Spoons, mm-hmm. it's amazing all the great feedback that we get from mm-hmm. all kinds of people. It could be young, old, um, and, and I'm happy to say that all of them are good stories. I, all of them. I want to briefly say, I want to say 20 years ago, our friend Beatrice and our Centurion friends did like a little reunion of our Century like alumni, and it was at Spoons. That's right. That was like maybe six, seven years ago. Was that six, seven years ago? I think so. Okay, maybe that was another reunion because we've had several reunions. And um, it it just, it's part of, you know, Santana. Yes. It's part of our culture. And I think what's other, the other thing that's really cool is I noticed the other day when I was at your parking lot, there is no longer a building blocking your, your view from the freeway there. I don't know if there ever was. But it's an empty space. That's right. So off the freeway, you can see the sign really clear. Yes, because that's uh, that's where the crazy horse used to be at. Is that what it was? Yeah, because yeah, it's the, like an empty lot now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was I was in the parking lot. And I looked over and I'm like, wow, what a clear view to the freeway. That that's huge for marketing for a business, yes. right? Being yes. off the freeway. It Again, helps. off a of dire, folks. <laughs> off the 55 freeway, off a of dire spoons. Club sandwich is my favorite. You said the other thing is the pasta? Uh, I was telling Johnny earlier that he loves the club sandwich, but he hasn't had the number one item on the menu, which is our tequila penne pasta. I got to be careful with the carbs, man. I got to be careful with the carbs. Oh, come on, Johnny. Once in a while, it's not too bad. And by the way, uh, they were giving me a hard time about not having food here because I had no clue I was supposed to, but but it's on its way. It's on its way. I I made a call and it'll be here so uh, Paul and Johnny can taste the... uh, Tequila, tequila. My mouth is watering already. <laughs> you know, you know what's really good too, by the way, is when I order the club sandwich, it comes with fries, and the fries there, I got to tell you, I love that they're the old school, like big fries, the big fries, the thick ones. You know, I love those. Oh yeah, yeah, they're the those nice. are signature fries. Yes. So where are the other two locations? The other two locations, Paul, they're inside the Aries Hotel. One of them is in Found Valley, and the other one's in the City of Orange. Uh, so I was fortunate enough to have the, the Aries family uh, gave us the opportunity to run their restaurants inside their hotels. Wow. And I'm happy to say they're we're doing a good job. They're they're already talking about giving us a couple more. Really? Um, they're huge. I, I don't know so, who they are or where they came from, but those, however you say it, Aries or Aries or whatever it is. Aries. It's Aries A-Y- Hotel. A-Y-R-E-S. Um, yes. I've had out-of-town family stay at. There's a bunch of them here in Southern California. yeah. yeah. And I don't know why we picked not the Marriott or the uh, one of the Hiltons or the Hyatts or any of these other places. I'm, they are really nice hotels to stay at. And oh, yeah. there are a whole bunch of them all around here. That is great. What a great partnership you made yeah. with them. Yes. Which says a lot about your customer service. 
yes. in your operations. Because yes. for a com- for an organization or a business or a family, that's that huge to say, hey, we're going to trust you. You know, it's a funny story. They had to choose from about 10 restaurants that they were presented to them. And they decided to go to uh, all of them to check them out, you know, and try their food and see the concept. And there's a funny story because they showed up. It was two brothers and their general manager. And they ordered the, we suggested the tequila penne pasta. Mm. And it was funny because one of the gentlemen that was with them, uh, when they were about to leave, he said to me, Tony, um, they never take food leftovers home but because the pasta is a, it's a little filling it's mm-hmm. kind of mm-hmm. big portion so for the first time he saw the aries family uh, the owners asked for it to go because they wanted to take that pasta because mm. it was so good what so that that was a selling point for us wow. and then obviously they like the customer service and everything and if i may ask if i if i may add a little bit to our food quality I'm very proud to say that when Spoons was a franchise, they used to have every franchise, every big company, they have what they call their executive chefs. Okay. The executive chefs are the ones who obviously do the recipes. They're the ones who, uh, every time the company wants to do any new items or, or new try new things, these are the executive chefs that work on presenting new items to the, to the companies, right? So when I bought the trademark, I made sure that I kept those those executive chefs and I'm proud to say that my executive chefs are the original ones that ran the uh, company when it was big and strong these guys used to go to uh, they used to go to um, San Jose San Francisco every time they would open a new these restaurant guys are still with you they're now? still with me you're kidding me uh, Domingo and Mario shout so out like to Domingo to, uh, and Mario so do you ever have any ideas of, of re-franchising it back out to the world yes yes that's that's a good question Paul so Paul just asked if, if for those of you listening on Facebook too and I know if he's interested in re-franchising it and growing it again right yes that that is going to be my goal uh, hopefully soon it's been a, like I said a very difficult right this last 17 years because we had the we had the uh situation in 2008 2009 with the recession yeah. remember and, that was, and the pandemic and nobody can go pandemic. to a restaurant and then this little thing called the pandemic that's <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, right. yeah yeah that you know nobody just can go out thing. and eat for a couple yeah. of years yes yeah, right. so it's been a little difficult to kind of get that project going but eventually hopefully in the next my next my in the next five years i do want to see at least another five six spoons out there and and take it take it gradually but but yeah, but yes, Paul, that's And I want to make smart. sure we give a shout out to his wife because I know your wife plays a huge role, right, yes. in your business. I met her yes. a few times and just a beautiful person. So, you know, we can't do what we we do in our lives right, as married couples without the support of our wives. That's for sure. Thank you, Johnny. Yeah, my wife Fabiola, shout out. Yeah, she's been a a great support for me and Spoons. Uh she helps me with the books. She's always giving me ideas. She's always, you know, uh, pushing me to, you know, grow, which is, it's, it's huge. You got to have that kind of support behind you. Otherwise, it's, it's hard to grow like that. Yeah. The restaurant business, for those of you that don't know, it's one of the most challenging business they say out there. Like, the number is insane of how many restaurants fail, right? Like, when they start the first five years. And it's 24-7. If you're not mm-hmm. there, there's oh, yeah. always a fear that it doesn't run the way you want it to. I and mean, not only that, but challenge. when you look at food costs today, oh. it's insane, right? Food costs. So, 
keeping your food costs down and being able to keep all your staff. And nowadays you can't even find enough workers. I mean, there's a lot of challenges restaurant owners are facing today. You're talking him out of it. He's going to, he's going to, no, gonna no, no. I'm, today. I'm just, I'm trying to, I'm trying to show everybody that's listening that it's, it's a very different, I was in the business too. To for be, while, to yeah. be 17 years to be in business. Hey, yeah. Hey, it says yeah. a lot. Well, when I was in business school, I remember back in those days, they used to tell us the restaurant business is the number one failure business in the country. I didn't want to say that. And I don't think I was smart enough, obviously, because I got into it. (laughs) I didn't pay attention well enough. But like I said, it's just life takes you in directions that you had no idea you were going to end up. I never thought I was going to end up in, in this environment, but I'm I'm very proud and I'm very happy I'm, I'm in it. But I'm going to tell you the reason why I think you're very successful in your restaurant business. We've had many guests on the show, and I know one of the things that a, a former guest once said was, you know, you got to never stop touching the business, right? I notice you're there like all the time on a regular basis. I know you got things yes. you got to go do, but that's important because then your guests, right? You're the face, even though you have a amazing staff and, and all that, you're the face of the business. So the fact that you're always there, if I walk in or Thomas walks in or Felix walks in, some of our friends, right? They're going to see Tony. Hey, Tony, how are you? And that, you know, that makes as a customer, it makes you feel like you're at home. It's like walking into somebody's yes. home, right? Yes. So that plays a huge role, wouldn't you say? Oh, yes, of course, of course. Any successful business, um, I feel like it has to have the main face there. It mm-hmm. doesn't have to be 24-7, but it's important for the customers, like you said. It's important even for the employees because they see that you care about the business. And if you don't show that to your staff, to your people that you care about the business, it's very hard for for you to get them to care for your business. Mm. So even though I'm not there 24/7 when I'm there, they know that I'm there and I and I and they know I care for the business. So yeah, it, it is very important for the owners. I have some great regulars at my restaurant that we have developed uh, for years and every year we do a appreciation dinner during Christmas time. Nice. And it's like one of them said to me, Tony, this is like going to prom. I get excited every time you do this oh, dinner. Wow. And they're, they're, a lot of them are older folks. That's they're like, nice. you know, and they retire people, business like people. Like Paul's age. Yeah, <laughs> oh, right around there, yeah. So, but I'm there. My Ouch. wife and wait, I. Wait, I I'm trying to get you on the VIP list. I'm trying to get you on the list. What do you mean? You love to eat, right? I do. I do. <laughs> But anyways, Johnny, but yeah, that is so important to, for you to show and, and show your... Well, I think it's great that you care so much about your staff, like you said, right? Because that's important. You know, as employees, that makes them feel good. Like, hey, my boss cares about us, about the business, like you said, right? Um, he's not always gone. Uh, yes, I see you at golf charity events, but that's important. You need that escape too. Yeah, you need yeah. that stress reliever, like you said. You know, yeah. running a business is tough, right? Yeah. But I want to make sure we remind everybody and and thank Tony and Spoons of uh, Bar and Grill or Grill and Bar um, about you know our September fifteenth event that we're going to be having there. I want to thank Tony for having us because this you know Hispanic Heritage Month is a very important month in our culture. And the fact that we're doing El Grito, right? The big kickoff at your restaurant. Yeah, um, huge event. Yes, we're going to have Mariachi Los Reyes there and Angel NG, who is a young superstar singer. And we're going to have a baile folclorico there. We're going to have 
a lot of our members, board members, our advisory board. And so we want to make sure we invite the community to come out, uh, be a part of the event. Uh, it kicks off at 4 o'clock. Obviously, the restaurant's open a lot earlier if they want to come by. Yes. Because um, you open every day around 11? 11. Okay. 11. So 11. Monday through Friday, right? And and also 11, right? And every day, weekends. every day, 11 to 9. 11 to 9. So. Yeah. And then, so September 15th is our Hispanic Heritage Month kickoff event. However, please know that weekends, you also have like really cool bands there, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I actually started having uh, entertainment during the 2008-2009 recession, Mm -hmm. and that helped me a lot to stay open, but that's when I introduced my Fridays and Saturdays nights as as an entertainment for people. We have live bands, salsa, merengue, norteño, banda, you name it. So um, come on uh, Friday, September 15th. It's going to be a fun event with mariachi. And then you guys are welcome to stay after for some salsa and cumbia yes. and all that stuff happening yeah. after. We also have a DJ that day with us, my friend DJ Joe, who will be there DJing throughout the event. And so we're going to have a little bit of everything. And I know that, you know, it is Hispanic Heritage Month, so we must have a little bit of tequila. So any of you that, <laughs> that enjoy tequila, our friends from the Spoons are welcome to take care of you that day if you any of you wish to have a little bit of, you know, Tequila, Tesoro Azteca Tequila is one of our partners. Tequila They're going to be there. Tequila Pene Pasta. <laughs> tequila and Tequila Pene Pasta, right? Yes. Uh, look, I'm telling you, Paul's hungry. Paul yeah, really wants yeah. some of that pasta. I personally love the club sandwich. That's just my, you know. And I know you also have really good hot wings. I took some hot wings to my wife one night and she really loved them. That's her number two item on the menu. Okay, see, yeah. I got it. Number two item, right? Yeah. 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 And of course, you have fajitas and many other stuff on the yes, menu. Yes, we have a little bit of everything. Salads, ribeyes, salmon, hamburgers, tacos, burritos, enchiladas, chile rellenos. Ooh, man. Yeah, it's, How it's, about it's the chimichangas a... that you were talking about earlier oh, that man. I love, by the way? Are those you catering? You get you could do those, right? Yes, of course. Chimichangas yes. are like a little... It's an appetizer, a uh, little taquitos, but it's a uh, it's 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 unique. It's it's you guys have to come and try them. But. Yes, come out and try the food again. Uh, Spoons Grill and Bar, two six zero one Hotel Terrace in Santa Ana, right off the fifty five freeway in Dyer. Tony, thank you for being here. I know time goes by fast. You know, shout out to the family, the wife, the kids. Yes. You know. What's the day for the event again? Here again, or? Friday, September 15th. The event will kick off at 4 o'clock. We're expecting actually the mayor to stop by, Valley of Mesqua. So it goes we're going to. what, about four hours or something? Yeah, a couple hours. Time. You know, the first couple hours, business, networking, having fun, and then we'll have the show. And like Tony said, you're welcome to stay afterwards and, and have a good time. Well, thank you, Johnny. And thank you again for having me here. It was a great. It was a great experience. I was a little nervous, but you know, you're such a cool guy that I relaxed right away. And then <laughs> he is. Paul, Isn't he a cool guy? And, and then Paul too. And I also want to thank everybody who's watching and listening because I know that a lot of you guys have supported me this last 17 years. I know a lot of you guys and you guys are wonderful people and I look forward um, seeing you guys and working with you guys and doing events together. And Spoons, you guys are always welcome. Here we thank go. You. Thank you, Paul, and let's take it away. We'll see you guys Friday, September 15th, folks. Have a good one. Well, there you have it. One more reason to tune in each and every time to meet our community, the Hispanic business community here in Orange County. 
powered by the Orange County Hispanic Chamber of Commerce and Orange County's only community radio station, OC Talk Radio. Streaming live from our studios here at the University of California Irvine's Beal Applied Innovation Center.